This is the Smart Communications Smart Communications Smart Communications Podcast. Developing the voices voices, voices. Developing, developing the, the voices, voices of determined nonprofits. Brought to you by Big Duck. All right, we're here today talking about photography with one of my favorite people, Tracy Young. Hi Tracy. Hi. So Tracy was on staff at Big Duck for many years, but she before that, during that, and since then has had a really successful career as a freelance photographer. And that's what we're going to be picking Tracy's brain about today. And Tracy, for people who want the visuals to support the conversation, where can they find your photography work online? At tracyyoungphotography.com, T-R-A-C-Y-Y-O-U-N-G photography.com. Not Tracy Young, because while she's talented, she's a DJ. That's not me. <laughs> All right. So TracyYoungPhotography.com if you want to check out Tracy's work. So what I want to talk about today is photography, because a long time ago, four-color printing was super expensive and people didn't use a lot of photography. But now in a digital world, photography has become very ubiquitous and nonprofits are increasingly trying to figure out when to shoot stuff themselves, when to hire a pro, when to use stock. But big picture, before we dive into some of that tactical stuff, uh, what would you encourage a nonprofit to think about as they're kind of trying to decide what kind of images they might want to use? I'd say brand first. So you want to think about what it is that you want to communicate to your viewing audience. And if anyone's going to your website to look around, basically, they're going to get a message. They're going to get an idea visually of who you are. And your images are supposed to support that. If there's colors, if there's products, if there's people or actions or something, try and have that captured in your images and definitely front page images if it's possible. So we, in the brand strategy work here, we usually start when we're working with an organization by defining their positioning, the the single idea we want people to think of when they think of the organization, but also their personality. Does the organization want to come across as fun, playful, you know, edgy, or do they want to be more academic or more thinky or something like that? So if, for instance, your organization's brand or voice is more edgy and playful, what would those photographs, you know, how would that play out in terms of the photography? First, I would think definitely color. I mean, some people want to do something black and white to give a more moody feel to it, but I definitely have color, probably bright colors. If they can be active in any way, if there's some sort of action that can be involved in the, in the photos, I'd say that as well. And Probably if there can be more than one person in it, like if you're going to photograph clients or donors or whatever, that you have a group of people, then there can be some sort of interaction in that because there's a lot of fun things that happen between people that, you know, are candid and great that can be captured and speak a lot. I think that photography is one of the great places where you can show rather than tell. So if you have an organization that values inclusion and wants to be welcoming and embraces diversity, you should show that. This is a great opportunity to show all the types of people that you work with and serve. Absolutely. I think you have to be careful, too, about not turning one person or one child into sort of the poster child in your photography, right? How do you, how do you manage that? So I'd say in terms of not turning one face into the poster child, you definitely want to have more than one, like definitely diversify in terms of how many people you're you're showing or what the representation is in that respect. And even if there is going to be one person, maybe have them doing more than one thing. So it's not mm-hmm. just this static person that's always smiling in, at the desk or, you know, the, the one person with this one poster that says, I am love. I don't even know what they'd be saying, but, <laughs> but you just, you know, break it up a little bit. 
you know, these days, a lot of people have great cameras that are high res. So they may be shooting their own images on a good camera or even on a like an iPhone or something like that, but maybe not have any formal photography background. Are there any pro tips that you'd recommend people use when they're shooting? Yes. So in general, I can give you two tips. One is if you want to do some lighting, you can get what they call a ring light that goes around the lens. This is more professional speaking, but basically it gives a nice, beautiful, even glow to faces. So if you're photographing people, even products, that can really help boost up the look of a less than professional photographer's work. And otherwise, if you're outside or you're doing something in natural daylight, try not to have too many harsh shadows across people's faces, unless that's in keeping with whatever the imagery that you purposely want to go for. Um, try and make sure that you have even lighting over stuff so that it's you, that's just not something that you need to fight against. Let the subject speak, not, you know all of the harsh lighting that's around you. So maybe your subject, it's okay if they're in a shady area, as long as it's consistent, better that than they're in the sun and they're sort of squinting into the sun or something like that, or big shadow on their face. Absolutely, because the shadows can not be your friend. (laughs) And if you're a nonprofit communicator and you're going to hire a professional photographer to come in and maybe shoot pictures of your staff or your clients or your board for something, what would you recommend people do in terms of the process? How do you find the right photographer? Honestly, you start Googling with the internet. So start looking just for photographers in general and whatever it is that is your main purpose that you want to send out. So if it's products, look for photographers that have product photos on their website. If it's people that you want to highlight, look for uh, lifestyle and portrait photographers that specialize in that so that you just know off the bat, they're comfortable with whatever the subject matter is that you're working with. And then outside from that, I would just look and make sure there's usually a feel of the the photographer's work. And you can know just by looking, follow your gut, whether or not you feel like this particular website seems like I'm going to get the kind of images that I want to portray on our website. And there's a lot of them out there. So just look around and then look for price range and make sure it's something that's working with your budget. And geography, obviously, it's going to be a little more challenging if you're in a remote area to get a local photographer, potentially. Right. Although you never know. You You never know. know. Yeah. And photography is a really highly specialized field. I don't know if people realize this, but, you know, there are portrait photographers who specialize in casual group interior. There are people who do more formal stage portraits. Tracy shoots are what we call our headshots, you know, the photos on the Big Duck website of all of us as individual staff people, and she's particularly adept at that. I think it's really good to be clear what kind of photo you're aiming for and really make sure you're seeing that in the portfolio of the people you're looking at. Exactly. And any photographer these days pretty much does have their work online, right? I mean, I would assume that it would be pretty easy to look at online portfolios. Is that fair to say? That is fair to say. In 2018, it's fair to say. Yeah. So that's another thing. Don't feel you have to meet people face to face until you've seen the work and you feel good about it and do some Googling and lighting. Lighting is the big, the big key. Any other takeaways or recommendations? Go with your gut. I really just say go with your gut because usually if you look through people's work, you look at websites the same way that you're looking through websites. If you're, if you're shopping for something, you, you walk around and you know, oh, I found the shoes I want. I found the shirt I want. Oddly enough, the same applies for photographers. So you get a feel for their work. And if it speaks to you, follow that and then, you know, let that be your guide. Great. All right. Thanks for joining us, Tracy. Thank you. This is the Smart Communications Podcast, developing the voices of determined nonprofits. Brought to you by Big Duck. Big Duck.
TikTok is an agency that puts smart communications in the hands of nonprofits. We help our nonprofit clients develop strong brands, strong campaigns, and strong teams that advance their missions and achieve their goals. Connect with us at BigDuckNYC.com.